Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. What's up, Wikimaniacs? We are here to talk to you before the show about Operation Olive Branch. Operation Olive Branch is a grassroots movement to help the families in Gaza escape and rebuild now that their lives and homes have been destroyed in this horrific ethnic cleansing. To help out, we decided to donate all of our Venmos for the next few months and possibly forever to support families affected by this genocide. So please send your donation to Sean's Venmo, which is at Sean SNTPOD. The link to that will be down below in the show notes. And for the countries who don't have Venmo, we will have a link to our PayPal donation page also in the show notes where you can send money as well as a personalized note that we will read out on the show. Even if you can only send $1, please send it because every little bit helps. Thank you guys. What's up, We're not cutting that. That's staying in. That's staying in. <laughs> What's up, Wikimaniacs? My name is Josh Shell, host of the Am I the Asshole here on the Reddit on Wiki podcast. With me for like the third week in a row. Third week? Fourth week? I have I no idea. Third. Quite a few episodes. With Chris, with Sienna. Yeah. Now it's just me and you, baby. Now just... It's the kids' table episode. <laughs> wow, our lowest downloaded episode. How are we getting a live? Uh, it's going to get crazy and wild. But wild yeah, we have crazy. Sean Salvino with me today. What's up, Sean? What's up, guys? What, also, by the way, this? this is this is my favorite emoji now. It's the little Korean K-pop heart. Oh, I don't know if I have yeah. that. Maybe I just don't look at my... I don't use emojis that often, so maybe it's just me. I fucking... I'm a 30-year-old man using way too many emojis. It's embarrassing. <laughs> You're turning into a Facebook mom. I'm fucking old, yeah. <laughs> so, once again, John off, but uh, he couldn't keep us contained forever. So we're <laughs> soloing this goddamn episode. Oh, God. We'll see how quickly we can tank this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> In today's episode, we have a, a listener submitted episode. I should I should start that off with. We're doing all listener submitted stories today. Boop, 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 boop. Hell yeah! Thanks for the sound effect, Sean. I got you. That was all his just vocal cords. Nothing. That's actually a, a roadcaster. I. I oh. had that saved. It's <laughs> incredibly sad. I should just make the actual sirens. Yeah, you could. So it is all listener submitted. We were going to wait until John came back, but unfortunately he's still off doing what he needs to do. So we decided because we're getting so many submissions, we might as well hop on a few and just to keep the numbers down, keep people happy. Because I mean, we promised this a while ago and it's just not come to fruition. We apologize. Yeah, we apologize. So on today's episode... We have a listener who is mad about a surprise party. A daughter-in-law who is upset about not being invited to Disneyland. Sounds kind of privileged. (laughs) Just right off the bat. And uh, we have a listener who didn't enjoy her friend's book. 
Oh no. <laughs> Before we hop into the story for today, if you do have an Am I the Asshole story you would like us to cover sometime in the future, <laughs> please send it to redditonwikipod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Twitter at redditonwiki. Links to those are in the show notes. On top of that, if you're a returning listener, please consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or you can send it to a friend. I, I want people to have a club where they vote on who's the asshole. I want a Sean fan club in, yeah, every, honestly, in every state. <laughs> honestly, you know, let this be the note. You know, you can DM us. But if you guys really want, like we could start a subreddit where. Oh, yeah. I never even thought of that. It, actually. It's so easy. We could do that for sure. Our whole thing is True. on Reddit. I don't know if you guys are on Reddit, but yeah, we can make a whole subreddit where all you guys can talk and we can all vote on shit. It'd be a good time. That's true. We do have a Discord, which I think we have people in. Do we? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, I got a new phone and just never downloaded Discord and forgot about it. So (laughs) if you're in the Discord, we apologize. (laughs) We thought nobody was really in there except the patrons, right? For a while, no one was in there, except I think I think Aaron was in there. But yeah, I, I think we have listeners in there. So if you're in the Discord, shout out to you for, for being troopers. <laughs> we appreciate you, you stopping in. Uh, if we'll anything, tro- I hope you've made friends with some other listeners. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. So yeah, we could we could start a Reddit subreddit as well. We'll talk about that and see. Yeah, we'll table it. We'll table it yeah, for we'll, later. We'll put it on the adult table. This is the kids table today. Yeah, yeah. we'll put it on the adult table for John to review. And yeah. then uh, <laughs> we'll let you Wikimaniacs know. If you really like the show and want to get episodes early and ad free, you can go to patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network and sign up to help support us. Speaking of the patron, Sean, we have mm. a new patron. Patreon? Patron. Patron. <laughs> so shout out to Valentina. We really appreciate you signing up to support the show. It helps us keep the show going and pay for hosting and everything like that. So uh, we really appreciate you as well as our other patron supporters. Alex, Taru, Aaron, Gabby, Lindsay, Vina. Shout out to all of you for keeping the show running. And thank you. We just want to thank you. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. So with all of that out of the way... Sean, it is time to hop into some listener stories. I think we've only done this once, so this is exciting. Yeah. Will we finally get the first listener asshole? Oh, God. I completely forgot I was supposed to look for listeners that were actually assholes. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) I want it to come up naturally, organically. organically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't want to seek it out because then everybody's just going to send stories of them (laughs) being assholes. (laughs) True. True. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. I forget right off the top of my head if these are assholes, but we'll get into it, man. We'll see. We'll get into it. All the more organic. <laughs> so the first listener writes in and we've decided we're not going to use names anymore just because... A- anonymity is Yeah, these important. are real situations that we clip them to go to hundreds of thousands of people on TikTok. So we do not want, you know... Which is still fucking <laughs> insane. That, yeah, that is that insane. Is happening. Uh, yeah. I thought, you know, this is going to be a fun one month uh, experiment <laughs> and then people have really been enjoying it. So thank you guys again yeah. if you're a TikTok viewer. Yeah, or a YouTube viewer, viewer, or YouTuber, or, viewer, or just a yeah. classic old podcast listener. We love you all equally. Yes. So no name, but they ask, "Am I the asshole for being mad about a surprise party?" So they go on to say, "Hi guys, I follow you from Italy, and you're hilarious. Thank you for the entertainment." Wow. Italy, that's so cool. They go on to say, "On to my story. It's from years ago, but I still get mixed feedback whenever I tell it." Mm. At the time, I, 29-year-old female, had been dating my then-boyfriend, 25-year-old male, for two years. We were both living with our parents, basically broke, and had just opened a business with our friends, Ellie, 28-female, and Janet, 26-female. 
Nice. Congrats. We were in debt looking at a few months slash years of hard work. It goes without saying that I wasn't the least bit excited about turning 30. I felt like I had achieved nothing in life, hadn't settled down family-wise nor work-wise. I felt quite depressed. Plus, I hate birthdays in general, so that was going to be really hard. Sean, how did you feel about turning 30? Like a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a whole month away now, but... Yeah, true. I don't know. All my friends that are above 30 are like, you know, it's whatever. 30 is a... Jay-Z said it best in 2000, whatever the fuck. Uh, (laughs) 30 is the new 20. And I'm sure now that he's in the 40s, 40s is the new 20. Uh, But I don't know. I feel good. It helps that I had a, a fun party. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Age is just a number, man. And I'm sure our listener has learned that as time has gone on, but they were not happy for 30. So I just wanted to to ask you what 30 was like. And that's totally, you know, I want to say a lot of people feel that way. So don't don't feel invalidated by me not feeling negatively towards 30. A lot of people are fucking devastated by the 30. Yeah. So you're not alone for sure. Don't get me wrong. I, I just turned 28, but I am not looking forward to 30 for sure. <laughs> I will so. say 29 felt a lot worse than 30. Really? <laughs> was like 29. I was like, oh, Jesus, it's over. It's over, bud. Well, less than a year. That's what I got yeah, to look then, forward to. <laughs> but 30 was nice. 30 was True. a good turnaround for me. That's that's fair enough. We had comments, people being like, these guys in their early 20s, it's nice to see this. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> my sister, my sister-in-law, who's like 21, <laughs> has been calling me 30 for like the past six years. So it's nice to hear. <laughs> yeah, the, the camera doesn't catch the wrinkles, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So my boyfriend was aware that I also hate surprises and surprise parties in particular. So I was a bit taken aback when he told me he was going to take me out for dinner for my birthday, just the two of us, to a place that he had chosen. He never showed much initiative with our relationship, so I was excited about it and bragged with anyone who would listen about the romantic dinner we were going to have. Oh, no. That's nice. It's nice that she's excited about it, yeah. but it's I could see where it's going and I'm sad. <laughs> I, I feel that. Um, so when the day came, he blindfolded me and started driving. Something That's felt cute. off. So I casually asked, we're not driving to Ellie's house, are we? You bet we were. Turns out Ellie and Janet had organized a surprise party and basically bullied him into saying that who doesn't like a party? I told him off that night, mainly because I would have liked him to give me the heads up so I could play along, but then acted dumb and didn't spoil the surprise. At the end of the party, Ellie casually drops the bomb that she's pregnant. Oh, yeah. So which kind of. Kind not of not your really party. your party, yeah. then, huh? They d- yeah, pretty shitty. Pretty shitty of them to do that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let me throw a party that you don't want. Say it's about you. Plot twist. Yeah, <laughs> it's about me. Double surprise. Yeah, pretty shitty of your friend to do that. I mean, not good great. for her that she's pregnant, but you could pick a different day. <laughs> yeah, you can announce that any other time, I guess. Yeah, have your own party where you maybe your own surprise party where you bring all your friends and they don't know what's happening and then surprise them Mm -hmm. but not on your birthday that's shitty so she goes on to say which means the bulk of the newly opened business will fall on mine and janet's shoulders i couldn't disguise my lack of enthusiasm at that point but didn't say much and we left shortly after for years after that night janet and ellie hinted uh, at the fact that i acted ungrateful after throwing a whole party for you you're not even excited about it was a quote from them Mm. They also straight up told me that my reaction to the pregnancy announcement wasn't how a friend is supposed to react. So was I the asshole? No. I want to say like if if you're close enough to open up a business with you're admitting that you're friends. Yeah. Like you're close enough to 
throw a surprise party and or plan a surprise party and open up a business, you mm-hmm. know, and you're mad at how she reacted to the pregnancy because y'all are friends. Y'all should be good enough friends to know that she doesn't like surprise parties. Yeah, that was my biggest thing. It's like, these are supposed to be your friends. Like, Also, if the boyfriend is like, <laughs> she doesn't want a surprise party. Yeah. And you, I, I don't know, man. It just seems like... I'd, I'd say the boyfriend's... He's an asshole, but he's less of an asshole. You know what I mean? He's... Maybe he's just kind of between a, a rock and a hard place. I'm yeah, sure you're trying to impress the friends and you're trying to like go along with plans and, and be part of things. So I, I get maybe he felt stuck, but he should have definitely given you a heads up. And especially if he knew been like, yeah, Hey, your friends are planning a surprise party, not get your hopes up for a romantic dinner and just to that dash is, it away. That's pretty I hope shitty. He took her out for a date afterwards. Yeah, he definitely owed you a date after that. If he did not, like if I was up, if I was in his shoes and my girlfriend was bragging about a date night, I would probably tell them the best friends like, Hey, look, we got to fucking reschedule that shit because yep. she's super excited because I'm usually kind of a shit boyfriend at planning. Uh, but I'm usually pretty much of an asshole, but, uh, you know, those words I, that you guys told me to say, she really liked those. So I'm going to go maybe with that one, <laughs> but it's a good uh, chance I can redeem myself. Yeah. So definitely not the asshole. That is super unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Babies can bring, uh, I think y'all had one without me, right? Where, you know, somebody's not, no, 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 no. But I had an, am I the asshole where, you know, somebody wasn't excited about a pregnancy? Oh like, yes. Yeah. You can't, you, you gotta know that as great and as amazing as bringing a life in, into this world is, uh, yeah. you know, it doesn't absolve you of consequences. Yeah. There's yeah. uh people, you can't expect people always to be happy, even if they're your friends, yeah. even if, like, especially if you're in kind of a high stress kind of work relationship with them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> boy, what a bombshell. You're in debt. You just started a business and then added news that this three-way partnership for quite a while will be a two-person partnership. Well, and and I can almost guarantee that if she had dropped the news that she's having a baby on any a other different time? day, yeah, <laughs> any other time when she wasn't already stressed and, and mad about the party and the lying and the fact that she already wasn't feeling great about 30. So yeah. just, a, just a bunch of things coming together at this one night. Maybe just if you haven't already, I'd just express that to your friends. I know it's years later, but if they're still bothering you about it, just be like, hey, here's why I was the way I was that night. I think it's justified. And then if, if they're good enough friends, they'll understand. I mean, clearly you're still friends with them. So it wasn't a, you know, a friendship ruining experience, but it was just kind of a shitty thing they did. And yeah, you know, friends, when do we call that. people assholes. We're not, sometimes <laughs> we're not like, yeah, yeah, they're the shittiest people on earth. You know, yeah. people do dumb shit and we call them assholes for it. That's the premise of the show, guys. We're not fucking so the executioner. Every, everyone's been an asshole at some point in their life. Yeah. To varying degrees, whether it's just like, oh, you cut someone off kind of shitty. But it doesn't make you the worst human in the world. All the way to I control my wife, what she eats, what she wears. Yeah, and <laughs> like, then they're they're the shit people. Yeah. There, there's no two assholes are exactly <laughs> the same. You know, every wow. little thing is is beautiful in their own way. That's a quote of the week. No two assholes are the same. <laughs> uh, so I think we can end this off saying you are not the asshole. We continue the streak of listeners not being the assholes. So thank you for sending that in, and thank you for listening. We appreciate you sending in a story. So would love to go to Italy one day and uh, 
you know, whatever Hell your yeah. business that you've opened. Uh, oh, yeah, that'd be sick. Support that. Actually, if you ever give us an update or whatever, feel free to let us know whatever your business is. We yeah, can, shout out your business. We can, we'll shout it out on, uh, I mean, maybe that gives away too much to your friends, but. Oh, I mean, that's true. That's true. If that's it, true. If it's years later, they, don't, they probably don't care anymore. So if you want us to shout your business out, we absolutely will. I love that. And then with that, we will move on to our next Am I the Asshole? Am I the asshole for cutting off my in-laws for not inviting me to Disneyland? This hmm. was actually an Instagram DM we got. Okay. Uh, I thought this was like a like a kid complaining, but an adult, I could see like, a, you know, <laughs> I, I, I know stories of people whose in-laws treat them like pretty shitty not part of the family. You yeah. know what I mean? If something good happens in their family, they're like congratulating only their kid and not not yeah, it's the, so weird. Collective. Yeah. So they start off saying, I've been dying to send this one <laughs> because this is my life and I think it's a total joke. And they write the laughing face emoji. So at least they kind of have a sense of humor about whatever this is coming up. <laughs> I hope whoever does send us these stories are cool with the fact that anything could like happen. We could roast Anyone. Yeah, we can <laughs> roast. So I'm glad that she's, uh, you know, already showing to be in uh, a laughable mood about this yeah. story. I mean, I think if you're willing to send these, you, you realize something's yeah. up. You know, someone could be in the wrong here. So they go on to say, I've been with my husband for 18 years. We have two children together. We are successful, have great jobs, own our own house, and have worked hard as we started with nothing and have built a great life together. Hell yeah. My sister-in-laws have partners who are not great at contributing, and one of them rarely even comes to family dinners despite living on the same property as my in-laws. Over the years, my in-laws have said that I needed a prenup to marry my husband. Once again, we literally had nothing at the time. I flat out refused and said, forget getting married then. And my husband did say something to them, and we got married anyway. My father-in-law made a comment when I was on the fence about having children, stating that my husband should knock up my tenant at the time yo what (laughs) even as a joke that's yeah that's in poor taste okay i'm gonna go off on a rant a little bit i personally hate you know mother-in-law father-in-law even your own parents if they pressure you into having kids you have full right to tell them to to f off (laughs) yes it's like Bread's not 10 cents anymore, mom. It fuck, it's fucking expensive, you know? And to raise a kid is just even more expensive. So the fact that they're trying to pressure you into that is pretty, pretty shitty. I find that shitty on all fronts to anyone. Anybody that tries to pressure most things in a, on a relationship and just yeah. adding stressors that don't need to be added on. Shitty. Stop doing that. Stop asking couples when they're going to get married. Stop asking married or unmarried couples when they're going to have kids. It's none of your fucking business. Just be no. happy that they're happy. Yeah, if they're when they're ready, they'll tell you that, hey, we're getting married. Hey, we're going to have kids yeah. in their own time. Like you pressuring them, if anything, has the opposite effect. I know whenever someone tells me to do something, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that now. <laughs> now that you bring it up. <laughs> Even if I was just about to do that thing, I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> um, so you're definitely not making the situation any better. But this is definitely the worst way you could have said that. Knock oh, up your sure. tenant. Fuck that guy. He also stated that if we don't come for Christmas over the years, that he will cut my husband out of their will. Despite all of this, I have shown up for his family over the 18 years, birthdays, Christmases, anything that has ever been asked of me and more. I'm thoughtful and considerate and have prioritized their family's demands over my own parents at times, which I would say never do, but to each is their own. Yeah. Fast forward to now where my father-in-law booked a trip to Disneyland with my mother-in-law, son-in-law, niece, my husband, and older daughter only six weeks out and didn't actually invite any of the partners, including myself and my one-year-old. 
the fuck? Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> Why would they invite their kids and not their partners? So also only one of the kids. It's the daughter and not the son that, or the, yeah, their one-year-old. They invited their older daughter, but not the one-year-old. <laughs> Where in... Where's the line? Yeah. What the (laughs) fuck? I guess like I get like if I had a one-year-old, I probably would not go to Disney, whatever. I I would wait until they fucking knew what was happening. But still to invite every... To not even invite. That's the weird thing. To not even invite. Because then it's at least up to the parents to be like, okay, you know what? We have the means. It's something our kid will probably enjoy. They may not remember it, but it's something we can enjoy for a week as a family out. You know, this is just being like, yeah, we're taking half of your family to Disneyland and not even inviting the other half. Like That's what a so weird, wild. What a weird I, divide. None of the children better have gone on that fucking trip. <laughs> I would be so offended. I would be too. Huh? 100%. If my parents did some stuff like that. I'd be like, are you legitimately crazy? <laughs> like I get it. Cost wise is expensive to invite more people, but also don't invite people if you can't afford. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, if you don't invite half the fan, like, Just don't pay for people. Just be like, hey, we're going to go to Disney. If your family wants to go, let us know. Y'all could pay for it. Y'all are fucking adults with families. Yeah. What what are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing here? She continues on. She says, I'm absolutely furious and hurt that the only vacation in 18 years, aside from my wedding, that I have gone on was only with this select few as their family. I literally want nothing to do with them anymore and have decided to cut ties with them for the time being as I'm not sure if this can be fixed given all the shit I've put up with over the years. Yeah. I'm also furious that even though I voiced how upset I was, my husband didn't have my back and just went along with whatever they said because they're his parents. He went on the trip? I guess so. Or didn't even yeah. confront them about... That's know? wild. Yeah. Like um, I can get being like, if they're paying for the whole trip, maybe not like confront like aren't you going to pay for my wife? I would just be like, we're not going to go. Yeah. Or my wife is coming. We'll pay for it. Yeah. So some, some weird shit, but you got to say something, right? Like you can't, it's weird behavior. You can't just let that slide. That is weird. Yeah. I'm trying to think like, if it was just like, Hey, we wanted to bring our kids, like our actual blood kids. Nah, fuck that though. But they also invite one of the daughters, a niece, but not everyone. Like it's just, it seems weird of who they invited. That gets definitely people they'd prefer to have on a trip rather than just like every one of their family members. It's just, it's, it's shitty. It's shitty. (laughs) Maybe I'm just blessed with good in-laws and my parents are great too. But like, once you get married, at least my in-laws, they treat me, you know, one of their own. Yeah. Yeah. And then my (laughs) parents do their best to treat my wife as a daughter. Yeah. Uh, You know, that's maybe everybody's different, but like (laughs) that is weird to me to be like, I don't know. Why would you not confront your parents about that? Yeah, it's definitely shitty. So uh, she continues on. She says, I feel betrayed. And like, if his priority is to them versus the family we've created, then I'm just done. When I confronted my mother-in-law, she just made excuses for my father-in-law, to which I said that they are selfish as they had no regards for others. And she basically said I should be okay. And they didn't intend it to come across this way. My father-in-law has tried to apologize, but in a backhanded way, as at one point I was so mad, I said I was going to go and force myself she says force myself on them, but I think she means force himself, force her to go to the to the trip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but at least we hope so. Yeah. <laughs> you just assault your father. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he probably deserves kind of deserves it, you know, um, <laughs> she says, I decided not to go as I was so mad and it seemed like a waste to spend time on a vacation like this. When he apologized, mm-hmm. he said that it was my choice to cancel and not come, which added insult to injury. 
I don't even know what to do moving forward and currently don't want to have a relationship with my in-laws since they can't respect the mother of their grandchildren. So am I the asshole or am I being overly sensitive? Def not asshole. Yeah. I would say you're being the appropriate amount of sensitive. The appropriate amount of sensitivity. You know what <laughs> I'd I mean? say you've been uh, handling it with handling it with grace over yeah, eighteen years. Eighteen years of this kind of shitty behavior. I yeah, there would be a breaking point for me. It'd probably be after a year. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I agree hundred percent. I think you're you're not the asshole. Yeah. If he called you overly sensitive, fuck that guy. Um yeah. that father in law. He sounds like a misogynistic piece of shit who uh, is very controlling of his children, which... Not great on a lot of levels. Yeah, a a classic tendency in some men, you know? Not the asshole. I don't know what how you deal with this because you're 18 years into a marriage. Like, communication is key. We always hit on that. Oh, for sure. I don't know. Maybe try and see if you can't have a few therapy sessions and, and try and get your husband in a place away from his family where you can open up to him and be like, Hey, this is how you're making me feel. This is how your family's making me feel. And I'm not okay with it. I know that's easier said than done, but I think it's something where you got to start, you know, laying down the law and, and saying, I'm not okay with this. I need to be my own human being. I need to spend time with my family. I need you guys to view me as family rather than it almost seems like they treat you as like a shitty boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so they're fucking is, married for the past 18 years, 18 gave years, you grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> the least you can fucking do it is invite them to Disney, whatever. Yeah. Or yeah, just be more respectful in general and not demand so much of you. Uh, I'm sorry you're going through this. Definitely not the asshole. Definitely not. Continuing the streak. Yes. Continuing the streak uh, of family members being assholes towards our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, we are going to hit a quick break and we will be right back with our last Ooh. listener story of the day. So stay tuned. The warm, beautiful summer is upon us, Sean, and you know what that means. You finally get a tan. Low blow, man. (laughs) I obviously meant that summers are busy, and to keep you going on these warm summer days, you can fuel up with Factor. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every week. But wait, there's more. Factor has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your summer wellness goals with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. And if you want to be bougie like John, you can upgrade to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. And the cherry on top is that Factor meals are ready in two minutes. That gives Josh a little more time to work on that tan. Drop it with the tan. Wikimaniacs, head to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. Am I really that pale? All right, we are back. Time to finish off this long night of Reddit stories, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right after this i'm gonna drink a coffee and binge the last three episodes of moon Knight. you haven't watched it yet no we've been watching uh chris and our significant others have been like watching it together like all the yeah. marvel tv shows but i had a trip where we went to mexico city and then we were like well we might as well just i think that was during episode four and then we were just like well 
we might as well just wait and then binge the last three. And then we've just been busy until today. So fair. That's fair. So we got to quickly wrap this up so Sean can, you know, spend some quality time with his, uh, his own wife. Oh yeah. But actually it'll be my wife spending quality time with her latest man crush, Oscar Isaac. That is a, <laughs> he has ruined our marriage. It's a valid crush, man. <laughs> no, he's a very handsome man. Here you thought it would be Chris Hemsworth. Is that who you thought it would be? Yeah. I feel like dudes like that are guys that men are attracted to. A lot That's of fair. a lot That's of fair. my female friends are like whatever about Chris Hemsworth, but then dudes like Oscar Isaac are the fucking the business. <laughs> he's a good looking dude. He's a handsome. He's a good dude. looking guy. I think that's the difference. I think women look for handsome. And we're just looking for humongous swole men. <laughs> Guys are just like that jack dude's definitely what women are into. And it is I think we we assume whoever we want to look like is what women <laughs> What we feel insecure about is what women want. Yeah. 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 Which is almost never the case. <laughs> yeah. Usually very wrong. <laughs> so uh, we'll wrap it up here with our final Am I the Asshole? So they say, Would I be the asshole if I didn't read my friend's sequel? So this was an interesting one, too, because they also asked uh, if this only makes it to the show. They don't want it to be clipped for TikTok. So I will not oh. clip this for TikTok. I'm um, glad you listened to the show and not yeah. just TikTok. You love to see that. I appreciate that. So uh, podcast listeners, this is the benefit. You get some stories that will not show up on TikTok. So she goes on to say, new listener. Thanks, TikTok. And a big <laughs> fan. I need some advice. So hopefully this makes it to the show. Let's <laughs> You made it. Here we are. Let's go. So I am a female in my 20s and my male friend in his 30s, we'll call him Jesse, started writing a short story several years ago. Over the years, he would occasionally ask if anyone had interest in reading it, to which I would say yes. Every time I attempted to read it, I would get a few chapters in and lose interest as it frankly wasn't super well written. Oof. Jump to the start of the pandemic and Jesse decides while he's unemployed that he's going to make a push to finish and publish the story as a novel. Nice. He found a small publisher to take it on and worked tirelessly on it for several hours a day. He was very adamant about the date he wanted it to come out, which I thought was odd as this was a date he imposed on himself, somewhat arbitrary, saying that he needs deadlines to get things done, which I 100% understand. Yeah. So I, I, I get some people might not understand this, but as someone with procrastination issues, if it is not the next day... I'm probably not doing it for a while. <laughs> In fact, I wrote this script of this story five minutes before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just just wanted to get that out of the way. I do understand where he's coming from with the deadline he pushed on himself. So she says she also understands this, but she did wonder whether it was the right approach. As the first time author, I would have thought he would want to take as much time as necessary in order to have the best possible finished product. But it didn't make a difference to me, so I just left him to his work. Jumping ahead again to the book's release... He finished it on the timeline he wanted, even having it professionally edited and at least a dozen beta readers. He was getting pretty good feedback and I was looking forward to reading it. I finally got my copy and then she put in brackets, don't worry, I paid for it because I'm not that shit of a friend <laughs> and figured it would only take me a few days as it was a young adult coming of age novel. Guys, it was not good. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's so unfortunate. I was right and it did take me a few days to finish but mostly because I got no joy out of it whatsoever, aside from the few inside jokes that only I and our friends would have understood. When he excitedly asked me what I thought, as I'm the most avid reader in our group and our friend group, uh, I tried to be as supportive as I could without being too critical. Basically, I said as little as possible and decided I would continue to be supportive of him and just let my copy collect dust on my bookshelf. However, he announced that he has already started writing the sequel. Oh, shit. And wants to have it published by 2023. 
Th- doesn't the publisher have to like order that? Is that like TV or you could just fucking start and then hope that they take it? Man, I don't know. I know you can basically publish anything, anything you want, right? You could just publish yeah. it yourself. Uh, but, but it I mean, sounds like you didn't like, have it published professionally. Yeah, if it's like printed professionally and the publication people probably paid for those editors and those beta readers. Yeah. If the book tanks, they're not going to take the second one, I would imagine. Yeah, maybe you just bought a bunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but... Uh, she goes on to say, he is so excited and has already asked if we would all read it. But honestly, as much as I love him and want him to do well, I don't think I could get through another book. So would I be the asshole if I didn't read his sequel? I'll say this. No, I don't think you're an asshole. Josh and I, as people who put out you know, creative work and <laughs> content, you know what I mean? I don't expect all of my best friends and homies to be like, I fucking listen to every episode and I love it. <laughs> I know better than that. I think the only reason he keeps asking is because, you know, you're giving the implication that it's pretty decent. If you were just be yeah. like, it's not really for me, but if the beta readers think it's good and, you know, you got, you got a publisher to publish it. So it, it must be good to the audience that you're writing for. Right. So even then she, she may not think it's good, but uh, maybe it is to somebody. So I, I, I wouldn't say, you know, I would say to our listener, maybe it is good. Who knows? Funny but, you uh, should mention that, Sean. Oh, no. Have I been proven wrong immediately? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, a little bit. But so she, in the email that she sent, said that this isn't going to make the TikTok, so he won't know this. But she said she's attaching a few contrasting reviews he has received on his book. Oh, no. <laughs> so I thought it'd be fun if we read some of the books. Oh no! <laughs> some of the some of the reviews. <laughs> oh man, this is heartbreaking to me. <laughs> so, as well, a it's content creator. <laughs> yeah, let's hold off on those. Let's. Let, I'll I'll dive into uh, what what my initial thoughts are on this. So, I think you're not the asshole necessarily. I think you're trying to be a good friend, and you're put in this tough situation. Like Sean said, we are content creators. I have another podcast. Let's start a cult. Sean has shots and thoughts. And I have friends who don't listen to that. And I'm okay with that because I know maybe it's not for them. Maybe it's not their Mm -hmm. cup of tea. Maybe I'm more understanding than this guy would be. But if he's really your friend and you just say straight up, hey, I'm glad you found something you love doing, but it's not for me. I'm glad you found an audience and a publisher that will allow you to do keep doing what you love. But unfortunately, I will not probably be partaking in the beta read <laughs> or the, the the sequel read, which is okay. Everyone has their taste and stuff. Sean doesn't like horror movies. I like horror movies. We like Marvel. John doesn't like Marvel movies. I like my podcast. Josh doesn't like my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love your podcast, Sean. I just... Thanks, buddy. Uh, There's so I, many podcasts to listen to. I don't blame yeah. you. I'm, I'm exactly like what we're saying. I, if you listen to it, I appreciate it. If you don't, I mean, yeah. we're literally competing with everything. There's, Time is <laughs> an enemy. So I take no, you know, I'm glad we have listeners on this show and my other show. And, you know, I appreciate y'all, but I totally understand, you know, life yeah. is full of things to do. And I understand. Absolutely. So try and be just straight up with your friend. Let them know you're you're happy for him and you're supportive. Even let him know you'll you'll buy a copy. Maybe even if you do that for him, just buy a copy of the book when it comes out. You don't have to read it. Just have it to be supportive. And and hopefully he gets better at writing and because it's a hard craft to definitely do. So, oh, for sure. Let's hope his sequel is better and maybe it has better reviews and you consider reading it. But yeah, just be straight up with him. Yeah. 
With all of that actual advice out of the way, let's, ju- let's jump into some of the reviews. <laughs> she sent two reviews, one good, one bad, and we'll jump into the, we'll start with the good news. So we got a five-star review that says, excellent. This was an excellent book. I'm not much for summarizing the story, plot, and highlights from those characters. I will just say the story captured me from the beginning, drawing me in to keep reading. I couldn't put it down. I really liked the author's writing style and how he tells a story. The characters were really well developed with a story where you kept wanting more. I can already tell I will enjoy reading books from this author. I can't wait to read book two. Definitely five stars and strongly recommend to readers. Nice. I will say this. It sounds like a fake review. I didn't read this. I didn't pre-read this. <laughs> so, so, but just me reading that, that's like, uh, I didn't read the book. This is me as a friend saying, hey, it's a good book. You know what I mean? I will say this as a, <laughs> as a friend to people with like Amazon businesses or whatever, they'll be like, Hey, I'm releasing this product or whatever, buy it and then give a review. And then you could just, uh, I'll pay you back. That's what it sounds like. Cause it, it never actually gets into any of the story. It doesn't talk about the plot or characters at all. It's just like good plot, good characters really like this writing style. But what is the writing style? What is the plot about? It seems like very on the surface. So (laughs) I don't know. That might be a fake review, which I find funny. But anyway, maybe it's one of her other friends reviewing the book. (laughs) So now we go to our bad review. So I'm scared. We got a one star. It says thousands of dead, empty words. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my heart breaks. Oh, so it goes on to say this is a long book. It goes on forever, but it never gets anywhere. Nothing happens that feels like it needed to happen. No characters emerge who seem alive, like a distinct living individual person who has lived a life of his own, who would be exactly as he was, even if no writer had ever written about him, whom I care about because he feels real to me. It's a book filled with thousands of dead, empty words. It could have been written by a computer program to spit out conventionally structured English sentences (laughs) that satisfy the rule of grammar, but can convey no real meaning and create no life, no living characters in believable situations. I feel sorry for people like author who apparently feel compelled to write, but have no talent for doing it. Oh, this Uh, is brutal. Yeah. That's rude. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Man, there's reviews and there's like as someone who receives reviews on Apple podcasts and stuff like that. When we get a bad review, we laugh about it because we, we know we're dumbasses and we have, yeah, (laughs) we understand. But uh, yeah, this is a little harsh. I feel bad for this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking brutal, man. It, ke- that's it keeps rough. it keeps going, but I'm not gonna. I don't think I can justify reading anymore. But it, it is a bad review. So this one feels more real because it actually seems like this person read the book and is offended that they even bought it. <laughs> Shit, I would say the real asshole of this story is the is fucking publisher. No, it's oh. the publisher. <laughs> If you're paying for this to get edited and beta read and, you know, going through all the quality checks. True. That's on you, buddy. That's not the author is going off of what y'all gave him. Oh, man, I feel for the guy. Yeah, I'm going to go say no one's the asshole. I mean, the publisher just does what it what it does. They must have sold enough books to get a reprint, but uh, or like a a sequel. It's unfortunate. I just say, tell your friend, be honest with them. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, be positive about it, because if he's getting reviews like that, you know, it can be disheartening to hear. I didn't even yeah. write the book and I feel disheartened. <laughs> Sean's like, I'm going to quit writing. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Joke's on you guys. Sean doesn't write anything. <laughs> Never in my life. It's all off the dome. For better or worse. <laughs> 
So that is it for this episode. Well, what did you guys think? Were these people assholes? Fellow listeners, review like yeah, right in your fellow listeners here. So let us know what you think in the comments on YouTube or DMs or in the comments on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you can find us. We'll see the comments. Or if um, Daddy John lets us uh, make a subreddit. Or true, yeah. There. If Papa John lets us... <laughs> Papa John. Papa, Papa John. <laughs> Papa, Papa, Papa John. If he lets us make a subreddit, we'll see it there maybe too. Or in the Discord, if we ever go look yeah, at it. Yeah, we should really we should learn how to there. optimize that Discord. Uh, yeah. I did not know there were people in there. Because yeah, even when we, we started the Patreon and we had patrons... For the first month or two, I want to say I checked the Discord. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the first month I checked yeah, the Discord were- and it was pretty barren. So I was like, well, I guess this is just uh, not the area for them. But if people <laughs> are hopping in there, I need to get on that. Be more uh Yeah, we had proactive. someone uh, yesterday join the Discord. Wow. I don't know how many there are. I don't know how you check that. I don't. I really know nothing. Yeah, we got it. We got a decent amount of people in there. So you can join the discord if you want. I don't know how. I don't know if we have that shared anywhere. <laughs> we might have to share that. It is impressive yeah, that how, you guys found where yeah, that is. You, <laughs> I thought that was like a Patreon only thing. How did, did people even find that? We don't have 12 patrons, I don't think. No, I don't think it was. I don't think it's Patreon only. I think it was just uh, there's different discord groups. I guess you can be in. I don't know. Oh, cool. I forget when we, we made it a while ago. <laughs> we need to relearn how to do that. <laughs> yeah, we need to do yeah, for sure. So thank you, Wikimaniacs, who submitted your stories. If you have submitted your stories and haven't heard it yet, once again, once John gets back, we'll, uh, which I think should be next Am I the Asshole, I think. Fingers crossed he's back na- next Am I the Asshole. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Maybe even the next Monday? Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. He might be back the next Monday. You're right. Yeah. I think the next Monday he should be back. We miss you, my guy. Yeah, we do for sure. Thank you for submitting. And uh, yeah, anyone who has submitted and we haven't got to your story yet, I apologize. We will get to it eventually. We are just doing what we can here, you know? I will say this. It makes it easier for us to read if they are not uh, a novel. So if you could, could, uh, you know, whenever you're typing these out, be considerate that we're trying to get three or four of these done in one episode. And if you have to spend 10 minutes reading it, it might not be best suited for the podcast. Yeah, I have actually taken one or two that I've edited down. So I will do that if I have time. I did not have time today. So I picked the stories that were perfect lengths. So uh, thank you for sending those. And as Sean said, I think, was it last episode? Who knows at this point? We're in a fucking loop, buddy. This is four hours of this. Yeah. (laughs) Make sure you put an interesting subject line that says, am I the asshole or, you know, Reddit submitted story or something like that. So Sean does not accidentally put in the junk, junk mail. (laughs) Oopsies. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Sean, for coming on. Thank you guys. Giving your takes. Uh, Thank you everyone for listening. We will see you guys on Monday. I've lost my voice from all these stories I've been reading tonight. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm going to get some tea. Oh, we'll see. We'll see everyone soon. Bye. Bye. The warm, beautiful summer is upon us, Sean, and you know what that means. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every week. But wait, there's more. Factor has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so you'll always have new flavors to explore. Cross your summer wellness goals with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Wikimaniacs, head to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code 
Wiki50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off of your next month. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. 